actually, this is as real as it gets. Hey, this is Marcia Prince, IFBB Bikini Pro and Guest Berry Nutrition Spokesmodel, and you are listening to the UCW Radio Show, In Your Face. The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio, In Your Face. All right, welcome to the UCW Radio Show, and I have another great guest uh, waiting in the wings to come on the show. Uh, she's an actress. Uh, she's been involved in the world of uh, pageantry, and she's also an author. And I think above all of that, she's a survivor. And I'm not going to get uh, any deeper than that. I want, uh, I want her words to echo to all our listeners, uh, then you'll see why I'm excited to have her on the show. All right, but without further ado, let's bring on Patty McCall. <laughs> Patty, welcome to the UCW Radio Show. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm excited, too, to have you on here because we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> yes, I would say so. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to make a difference. Well, you're making a difference, but you've had uh, an interesting journey to date because you you didn't start in the entertainment industry. You weren't even anywhere near it for a while. No, no. I'm actually an, an original Okie from Muskogee, Oklahoma. Right. So let, I, well, let's talk about Oklahoma for a second. What do you think about your city thunder? <laughs> how exciting actually i was sitting with my friend here which is an la lakers fan and oh my goodness i got to rib her i was <laughs> i was dumping up and oh man i was so excited yeah because it put us on the map right yeah it definitely did i mean they just they just came out of the box and all of a sudden boom finals how do you like that uh, Yes, I was there in April for the film festival, so um, I'm excited for them. Good. See, I want to get you all jazzed up so we can really get you flowing and talk about your story and be energetic. So that was, I figured I'd throw that city thunder in there, in there for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, on a lighter note, yes, and, yeah. I, and I tell you, I'm excited. Okay, well, I think uh, things are going to get interesting. I can't take uh, sides either way because I have somebody from Miami coming on the show soon. So, uh, yeah, I don't want to put myself in any issues. Uh, <laughs> okay, all right, all right. <laughs> okay, but now you, you've been, um, you, you, again, going back, beginning, uh, it wasn't entertainment. You were in, you worked in finance uh, out of all you know, things. Well, I was in banking, yes, for 10 years. Um, I actually was a teller supervisor and then customer service, and um, that was through kind of raising my three children. I um, I have three kids, so, yeah, I had to do something to make a, help make a living. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you went a little bit further than that, you know, because you actually uh, competed in some uh, beauty pageants. Oh, no, you had no, to bring that up. Of course I did. <laughs> of course I did. Cause this is okay, well, this let me tell you a little bit about that. Yeah. I am. I actually um, was a board member on the Miss Oklahoma, you know, so I used to judge and help um, actually the ladies prepare. So everyone was like, you know, You've never been in a pageant, so everybody couldn't believe that. So I'd never really competed. So at the time, I was married, and they said, well, let's, we want to help you, and we want you to compete in the Misses Oklahoma. So yes, I did compete, and I was runner-up. And um, the great thing about it is I had a platform about character counts. So that was the main thing. I got to speak in the schools. My kids were, you know, in the school system, and I was home mom and PTA member. And so that gave me a purpose. So I would speak in the schools about character counts, and then I did compete to see what it was like to be on the other side is the only reason that I did that. And um, I, I definitely like being on the other side and helping. So, uh, <laughs> But it was a great experience, yes. Well, I think you needed to do something like that because it's like teaching someone how to be 
a boxer, but you're never boxed. You know, you need you need to get in there and do it in order to uh, really show them the, the way. Yes, and it did. It really gave me the tools, you know, to be able to um, carry that on and to tell these ladies, oh, well, this is my experience, and so this, you know, is how I would do it. So, yes, it really helped. Okay, well, now you did that, uh, and that led you to doing something else uh, in, in entertainment. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I've done a few little things. I've really had fun with it. I'm not one of these ones to say, oh, my goodness, I'm going to be famous and be a movie star and all this. No, I do it because... I love the experience of it. And I, so my thing was, um, when I left Oklahoma and came to LA, um, I was fortunate enough to, um, meet a casting director that sent me to an audition and, and I got a little part in a movie called Montana Amazon. And, um, it was a great experience. I was one of the, um, I was actually the love interest of one of the main characters. And um, so that was, it was really, you know, a great experience itself. So, and now um, I started producing these short films for prevention and awareness against domestic violence. So, well, I mean, how, I mean, let's, let's, uh, I just want to backtrack just a wee bit. Uh, You went to LA, you, you got, you, you just hooked up with a good casting director that got you in the film but that actually sparked your interest more so in the world of entertainment and with your daughters and everything else. So I just want to touch on that because you've been doing some great things with them as well. Oh, yes. Well, um, of course, this was all in Oklahoma. My one daughter, um, she was on the covers of Teen Magazine. And so I kind of, you know, helped her with her career when she was younger. And then my other daughter um, was on... Broadway and she was in plays and you know Wizard of Oz and Annie and so I was the mom that was behind the scenes is how I started and their manager um, actually sent me on a commercial a local commercial and um, I you know I actually was cast for that it was just a convenience store commercial so I I kind of got my blood there and then I was uh, doing like print work with my daughters, you know, as mom and daughter. And so, you know, it was fun for me. It was, it wasn't, it was kind of second, you know, to my career, but it, but it gave me just something to do with them that was, you know, very exciting. So yes, I had a great time doing that. Okay. Now you move forward from there and then you, uh, you actually became an author as well. And that's what your current, uh, Goings on uh, are are entailing uh, your your book. Yes, and you know, I never really thought of myself as an author, but what happened was it was part of my healing process. I um, the book is not a journal of me when I was going through everything. It was a journal of when I would wake up at night and be like, I have got to get this onto paper, you know, to release it. And so that's what I did. I started doing that for about, I mean, about a year, actually. And when I got done, it was just on a notebook, and there was just teardrops on the notebook. I mean, yes. Well, can can we just, like, uh, backtrack a little bit? The name of the book is uh, Unmasking the Pain Within. Now, what brought you to writing this book? Well, I mean, that was, that was basically what happened at first. Um, I just, I didn't realize that I still had all of this, you know, bound up inside of me and I needed to release it. Um, so after I had done that, I really was going to put this up in a, a closet. It was, it wasn't a closet actually. And I met another lady And the first time that I'd shared my story since I had gotten to, you know, L.A., because I just kind of had forgotten that part of my life, I thought. But when I met her and I started sharing my story with her and we we came close, she's like, you know, I come from child abuse and I've always wanted to help other women and, and, you know, be able to have a voice. Well, so when I... When I did, she's like, I will help you get your journal put into manuscript form because she, she used to work for a, um, 
a high powered, you know, she was a secretary for someone. And so I would have never typed it and put it into manuscript form. But with her help, we spent three months and we did that. And after we done it, you know, I just started kind of shopping it around and seeing who might be interested. And um, I found a publisher and, you know, and decided, well, this is my way to help others. You know, if I, if I tell them what's happened to me, then, you know, it might help someone else. And that's kind of how it started and um, really not realizing how I was going to do it. I started from L.A. and went on a book tour across the United States. Oh, <laughs> and, wow. um, yeah, and, and I really, it was going to take $5,000 more for them to market it for me. So, you know, I didn't have the money to do that, and but I had a message. And so... I uh, started across the U.S., and I would just call the local radio stations, the TV, work with the shelters, the women's shelters, Mm -hmm. and tell them that, you know, I'm a survivor of domestic violence and now an advocate, and, um, you know, could they help me get the word out? And so I would have the book signings, and um, these women would come to me, and they would I mean, they would stand in front of me, and even men, actually. The crazy thing about it is I had so many men, and they would be like, Patty, I saw you on TV, or I heard you on the radio, and I'm here to tell you you've given me hope. And I was like, you mean that? I mean, and a light bulb went off in my head, and I'm like, you mean that is what I'm doing? I'm giving these ladies and men hope to overcome and move on. And I... Yeah, and so it just gave me these butterflies and this good feeling just to know that I could be touching someone else's life and helping them, you know, to move on. And um, so that's kind of, you know, what I started doing and um, realizing now this was my purpose in life now. And um, so I had I had worked for Joey Travolta, which is John Travolta's brother, during the summer, um, producing short films for kids. And um, actually, I say that was commercials and and music videos. Um, And so, you know, that's how I kind of got the blood about production. You know, I'm like, I love seeing things, you know, taking an idea and then see it come to life. And so then that's, that's how I started um, saying, well, I could do these short films, you know, making a difference, um, awareness, prevention, you know, against child abuse and domestic violence. So um, in turn, I went down and formed a nonprofit called Pain, which is, you know, comes from the book. And that's the reason. And then it stands for Prevention Awareness in neighborhoods so yeah that's all great stuff and and i know and what i was trying to get to is get to the to the heart of what you've been through because i know a lot of our listeners that are that are tuning in and they're hearing your story and they may be aware of your book they may not they they're aware of it now and i wanted them to understand that this wasn't just you reading something in a paper or knowing something and writing writing a book, you actually been through some things yourself. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And that's the thing. You know, a lot of people don't understand if you haven't been in an abusive relationship, you know, people will ask, why did you stay in it? And so I think that through the two that we're going to be producing, that's a lot of what, you know, I want people to understand um, you know, so you can know different signs or different things that will help you not to, you know, get into the situation um, and stay in it, you know. But my thing was my children. You know, that was my whole thing. I wanted to protect my children. I wanted them to have a normal life. And over here, you know, I was just saying, I'll take anything just to get my kids grown so that they can, you know, have um, this normal life. And, you know, I think I actually came, my father was abusive, you know, verbally more than physically so much. But I so, saw so, my mom, you some, know, take a lot of that. Uh-huh. Sometimes that's worse. Yeah. Well, the scars, you know, the scars, I think, um, remain there. Um, 
you know, where the physical sometimes you can get rid of that bruise on your arm or that kick in your back that's left the bruise. But, you know, the, the, right, the um, words sometimes really hurt and, and, you know, stay with you. Um, we just produced a little PSA called Words Hurt that I did with the kids. And, um, you know, and that's what they told me, you know, like kids are always saying mean things, you know, and, and that's another thing that I'm trying to, um, you know, make them in the schools this bullying, you know, so that's part of what I'm doing also. Well, I think that's fantastic stuff, Patty, because, you know, a lot of people, I guess they go through things and they won't admit it and they, oh, they don't want to admit it to themselves that they're in an abusive relationship. Yes. And I'm sure there's a hiding factor, maybe embarrassment, maybe denial. You know, you you would know better than most on the uh, the mindset there. Yes. And a lot of times, well, for instance, myself, you know, I was telling you I was homeroom mom. I was involved in the PTA, you know, and all these things. And so I'm the front of the town there. You know, I'm like, I have something I feel like I have to uphold and, you know, that I don't want to be ashamed, people looking down on me and think, you know, and so that's another reason that I hid behind this mask. That was part of the reason we named the book that and the publishers, you know, did too, because a lot of people are doing that. They're hiding behind this mask you know, because I would show up there in the homeroom mom with the cookies and, you know, I'd have this happy face on and be all, but the night before he may have kicked the fire out of me and, you know, in the back and, and twisted my arm, you know, up to the back of my neck and, you know, and pushed me in the closet and wow. hit, you know, locked the door. So, but when I got to that school, I didn't want those people to know that. So I would just be like, oh, here's the cookies, and I'm here for the kids, and, you know, just, you know, and, and so that's the thing. And, and it's like you, um, not that I was a false person and I didn't want people to, but it was just like, you know, I didn't want them to see that because I was so ashamed, you know? Uh, yeah, I, I understand. And, I understand that, you know. I, the, one, the one thing that I can never understand is... The person that gets abused is one thing. Is that how the person is doing the abusing? I mean, how do they even look at themselves in the mirror the next day, really? Well, you know, and that's the thing because they would, okay, I I think in, in my instance, uh, my ex had also had um, an alcoholic and abusive dad, too. And so the thing about it is... When you grow up in that environment, that's what you see. And 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 his, he had a lot of pain and hurt inside, which I think he took out on me. Well, and then the next thing, the next day, he would be so sorry. And then this is what's so confusing in in the lady that's taken it or the abuser, you know, whoever it is, because you're sitting there and they're saying, I'm, I love you so much. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. You know, oh my God, you know, how could I do that? And, you know, you're everything to me. And, you know, please don't leave me. And, and see, they're begging that to you. And it's so, so then there again, I don't, you know, I don't know that that's a good question. And then another thing is when in my instance, I grew up in the church, and so, you know, I think I'm so supposed to submit to my husband. I think I'm supposed to, you know, I mean, you know, you think that you're supposed to be married forever and, you know, all of these things. And so, you know, it's confusing there again, you know, that you think you're doing the right thing, you know, by staying married. But you're not doing anyone any, any favors by doing that. Yeah. yeah, and see, that's why I want to speak out, and I really do, these ladies that, and that's why one of my big things that I talk about, and, and one of the big things is the awareness of these shelters. Mm -hmm. I truly believe, even though I didn't go to one, but after visiting all of these ladies' shelters and women's sh shelters, and I do have some for men, too. I'm, I, I really don't want to exclude the men because I know, mm -hmm. you know. But as I as I went to these shelters and I visit them and I see what these what they're doing, you know, I'm like, I really recommend that. You know, don't stay in the situation. Please just call their shelters everywhere. You don't realize that because a lot of times, you know, they're not advertised because they are supposed to be a safe place for you to go, mm -hmm. see, so they're not advertised as much, but if you, um, you know, there is hotline numbers. I do have 
some in the back of my book and I have 800 numbers, you know, for people to call. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way, you know, you can get help. Well, do you think that, you know, and again, we, we spoke about it a little bit when, when it just happens to men and women. Okay. It's not just women. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the person that's staying there, you know, obviously something has to spark something. There has to be something out there that sparks something in them to not deal with the abuse and get out before it gets worse because it doesn't get better. No, it doesn't get better. And that's the thing you think it's going to, and you think you can change them. But if they don't get help, I mean, you know, I have been working with some counselors now. There are programs for the abuser to go to. And so if they will get help, sometimes, you know, they will change if they realize what they're doing and they go through the process. But normally you can't change them because you, you know, you don't have that ability to do that. Um, and they're just going to keep taking it out on you. Mm -hmm. But, um, yes, but you know, there are help for the abuser too to go to if they want help, you know, to work this out and change. Well, Patty, I mean, in your opinion, you know, and, and it's said, and I've heard it time and time again, and, and I, and I kind of believe it, that when someone raises their hand to you in that respect one time, that's one time too many. So yeah. the, the, there's always that, that opportunity for it to happen again. And most times, again, from what I see in the research, that it does happen again. Yes, and it does, yes. You know, so, I mean, do you think that therapy would, would help someone, you know, an, an abuser, to overcome that? Well, I, you know, I, I used to think not, but now that I've been, I've heard um, some people that I'm working with and, and what I've seen, they can, and and they can be helped, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. But if, if someone's going through something that traumatic, you know, it's best for them in your opinion, for them to get up and leave before it gets worse. Yes. Yes. And they could get away and then just say, you know, if you go through the counseling um, through this program, you know, then maybe they could, but they they don't need to stay under the household with them while they're going through all of the therapy now. So because. I I would think that'd be kind of tough to, to be there in their presence. You know, you go through something like that. It's not just a physical it's the mental, and if you have kids, you know, then the kids are witnessing all this, and that can't be good for them growing up. Well, no, and, and you know, that's the thing. Most of the time it happens that way, but in my instance, he was very careful not to do it in front of the kids. So that was oh. the whole purpose of me writing my book. So um, that's why on the outside it looks like we had, you know, the perfect family. And even people thought that when they were around us, that he would just take it out on me, not in front of the kids. So sometimes it is, you know, they will abuse the children too, but um, sometimes, you know, they, they don't abuse their children. So it's, you know, it's isolated cases, you know, sometimes it could go either way. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, the way I look at it is that, uh, again, you know, men and women are abusers. I mean, they, there are abusers that are male and female. I'm not saying yeah. that one is, but you do have you do have abusers <laughs> yeah. that are that are on both ends of the spectrum, you know. But if someone could, I mean, I mean, the the way I'm I'm seeing it, that there's like um, a degree of power on their part, but also a degree of them unleashing whatever crap that happened in their lives. They're taking ad, taking it out on the easy target. All right, on that note, we're going to take a short break, and we're going to be back on the UCW Radio Show with author Patty McCall. On behalf of Futures Without Violence, I want to say thank you to everybody who made the 2012 National Conference on Domestic Violence and Healthcare our best ever. There were a thousand people here from all over the world. There were over 170 presentations ranging from sex trafficking to PTSD and its effects to child exposure to violence and to clinical practice on healthcare. 
One of the great things about our conferences is we partner with so many different groups. It's not just about Futures Without Violence, it's about Futures Without Violence partnering with the Department of Health and Human Services, with the World Health Organization, with Centers for Disease Control, with the Academy of Pediatrics, and the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, and with some of the greatest universities in our nation. Thank you, everybody, for making this an extraordinary conference. We look forward to seeing you again in 2014, and thanks again for the work that you do on a daily basis to keep people safe and to heal those who are hurt. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts and together we will create Futures Without Violence.
That was uh, music from Lee Hawkins. Believe it or not, my buddy Lee Hawkins, he is um, he's a uh, writer for the Wall Street Journal. So, uh, what a voice, huh? And now we're going to listen to some music um, from the movie uh, called The Pure Film. Okay, and that's a that's a project that's my other friends of mine, uh, Stephanie, Kelsey, David, a project that they have um, that they initiated to help to not only uh, prevent but bring awareness to child trafficking. It's a billion dollar industry, and they're trying to do their part to bring some attention to it. So this is a song from that uh, project, from that film, that documentary that they're doing. Uh, take a listen to it, and if you want to get involved, they need all the help they can get, financing, donations, whatever it is, because it, it's also attached to a nonprofit. Just go to thepurefilm.com. Again, that's thepurefilm.com, and check it out and find out more of what this is. This is about. I'm behind it 100, percent uh, but definitely reach out to them and uh, see what you can do. Anyway, uh, here's a song from the movie. Hey, hey, you've got to use your life, not live to do it all again. Hey, 
right, we're back on the UCW radio show with author Patty McCall. And we left off, we were talking about, uh, Patty, we were talking about abuse and how, um, I guess, uh, abusers feel some sort of power. And whatever nonsense was going on in their lives, they just unleash it on the person that's the recipient of uh, this abuse. Yes. Yes, and see, that's a lot of it. And so, I, you know, I've realized that, you know, the more that I've um, listened to these um, counselors and stuff, you know, as far as being able to realize that. And um, so I can see that because, you know, my ex, yes, went through a lot of stuff as he was growing up. And so even though that's not giving him an excuse, I'm just saying, you know, but if he would have went to a counselor and had somebody help him through all of that, then he probably could, would have not taken it out on me, right? right. So, yeah. But you're, uh-huh. you're, you're understanding, see, and I guess it's important, you know, there's no excuse, 100%, there's no excuse for abusing anyone verbally, mentally, physically. Right. In any way, shape, or form, if you have a spouse and you're doing it, you know what? You're wrong. You need help. Get psychiatric help. Get whatever help you need to get because it's wrong. But right. What, but but what I'm saying is that you know when when someone is going down that road and doing it, you know, for you, for for anyone that is that is getting it or even giving it, okay, understanding why this is happening can actually help you to deal with the pain. Yes. Doesn't mean that you're going to yes. be, it doesn't mean that you're going to stay with the person, but you need to understand it so you can move forward. Yes, because it's don't put the blame on yourself. Mm-hmm. See, and that's what you do a lot of times when you're going through that. You know, it, you're blaming yourself because they're telling you it's your fault. You know, that you didn't cook their dinner right or you didn't, you know, do something right or, you know what I'm saying? And so you didn't fold their clothes right or you didn't, you know, just stupid stuff like that. They might, you know, just take it out on you and so or if they've had a bad day or something, you know. Um, So, yeah, I'm understanding a lot of that. If it's not right, right. Mm -hmm. So that's the reason. And people are like. Patty, I can't hardly believe that you, you know, because I'm so strong now, (laughs) you know, it's like, and they're like, but, you know, I was very young then. And, you know, and so that's why I'm really reaching out to the teenagers, Mm -hmm. their relationships, and we're talking about that. And um, that's why we're working on a couple of um, these educational videos, working with the teenagers, you know, and so they can realize the signs in their relationships. Um, so that's another target of the, you know, pain organization and what we're doing now. So, so you're actually, well, you, your, your book Unmasking the pain within basically is broad based where you, it can, it can help a teenage couple or an individual, and it can also help someone that is middle-aged probably going through this, allowing them to understand. Yes. And the, and like I said, I've had men, I've had just as many men read my book, because it's an easy read, um, and it's only 100 pages, but, you know, they'll be like, oh, my goodness. And so I think they've learned from it, too, maybe what they shouldn't do or something, you know, and that it is that it is hurting, you know, whoever that they're with. And so even though this, in the storyline, like I said, um, that's the reason a script's being written from it now is because the storyline is really going to make a feature film. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not just all about abuse. It's it's my whole life and, you know, kind of uh, how I dealt with things and and my faith. You know, my faith really got me through um, what what I think and why I am doing what I'm doing now, you know. So sometimes you go through things for a reason, you know, for a reason in your life and realize, you know, um, this is why I'm supposed to do what I'm doing, you know, to help others. And so that's the way I look at it now. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, when people are like, Oh my goodness, you, you know, I feel so sorry for you. I said, don't feel sorry for me. You know, I'm, you know, I'm, I've overcome, I've moved on and I'm helping others. So, you know, and you can too, you know, and that's what I try to tell people, you know, just if you, um, you know, to heal from, and, and I encourage whoever it is to, even if you're not a writer to write a, you know, write a journal, get it out, you know, just write it on paper. 
Okay. Well, let me ask, let me ask you this, Patty. You know, you've been through uh, a traumatic, dramatic uh, situation in your life. Your kids witnessed you, you know, go through these changes because obviously when you picked up and you you left, they there had to be questions as to why. Oh, yes. And that wasn't easy. Let <laughs> believe you me, it was, um, you know, it, it was kind of an ordeal. My, um, of course, my son was out of the house and he had already, he was older, so he had kind of experienced it and he had actually had been through some of it. You know, he had verbally, you know, abused him, you know, uh, quite a bit. And then, but he, he really didn't, my daughter, so my daughter's really had a hard time, you know, um, realizing why I was divorcing. And so it, for, you know, for a while there, and my one daughter was um, going off to college, you know, and, but my younger daughter really, I mean, that was the thing I tried to get through and get all my kids raised, but, um, you know, my youngest daughter, you know, still didn't realize, you know, because that was her dad, you know, why I was divorcing. I mean, it's still hard on the kids no matter what. Of course. Uh But once they understand the why, then it's like, Daddy, how dare you? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And so, um, so yeah, it's it's really opened their eyes to a lot of things, I think, after the book came out. And, um, you know, so I, I hope that they don't follow in, you know, in my footsteps. And, well, actually, no, I know they didn't because my one daughter actually left somebody when the book came out that I felt like was going to be the same way toward her as her, as her dad was toward me. And so if that was the best thing that happened with the book come out, you know, I really think that she saw that. And so, um, cause I, I tried to talk to her before that, you know, he was trying to isolate her from her friends. He was trying to, um, you know, do different things that I saw, mm-hmm. wouldn't let her speak out, you know, cause she has a very, strong opinion and I saw him oh you know you don't need to say that oh what are you talking about you know I mean you know and I was like oh great Uh, you know and so but she left him when the book came out so and she's got a great guy now both of my daughters you know have great guys in their life and so you know I feel good as a mom you know um and all three of my kids are on the right track they're very respectable kids you know so i know in that instance i did what i was supposed to do you know um and so i don't i mean i feel like i should, you know and that's hard for me to say because i don't want to tell women to stay in there you know but in my instance i i did get my kids where they're all you know raised and and like i said they're they're doing good you know and and, um, so, but I, I sure, um, would not have stayed in it, you know, if I would have known a little bit more of what I know now well, than what I'm, you know, you know. That, that leads into my, my next question that if you knew back then what you, what you know now, would you have stood the course and dealt with all the abuse up until your kids uh, grew up? No, I wouldn't have. Okay. Because, you know, I mean... <laughs> I mean, it's hard to say because, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm, I feel so proud of them, but I think I should have left, you know, the sec, uh, basically when it got so bad and when I caught him in the second act of cheating, I should have left that time. I, I, you know, I mean, I really should have. So I should have just said, okay, I'm, you know, I've got to, but I was so worried about, I guess my kids having that you know, that life that I didn't have, you know, as far as, you know, being in activities in school and being able to have things and yada, 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 you know, so, but I just thought I was supposed to, you know, stay in it to get them raised, but I, I know differently now, so no, I, yeah, I wouldn't have. Well, you can save, I mean, with your book, Unmasking the Pain Within, you can actually save someone from dealing with that situation thinking that okay this is the cookie cutter we're supposed to be in no matter what happens you right. you abuse me you can abuse me mentally physically but i'm supposed to stay here and go through it uh that's not the way things are nowadays no no and that's what i and that's what i want to share with ladies you know 
no, don't do that. And um, men too. And then, like I, men too. Yeah. Don't, well, men too. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And and then, like I said, because I have heard those stories, and and I'm telling men, don't you know, don't let their and a lot of wives I've heard throw things, hit them in the head, and do stuff like that. That's you know, right. I'm like that's you know, you need to just walk away and cool off. There's no sense in all that, you know. Right. And um, you have some violent, so you have some violent women out there. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not, and it's not a laughing matter. But then, you know what I'm saying? I didn't really realize how many men because, and I'm glad that they're starting to speak out about it. You know, because there again, I, the abuse is abuse, and and no one needs to, you know, take it. So, um, I mean, I I really think um, these videos that we're doing, you know, I'd mm-hmm. I'd love to have one about that. You know, I haven't got to that point yet, but. You know, if there's someone that has a short film or or something like that, I'd love to see it. You know, I I, I encourage people to, um, you know, to have some short films made like that where the woman, you know, isn't the guy's, you know, more, you know, calm and yeah. <laughs> and understanding and and you know, I'd love that. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, there, there are situations. It goes both ends, both ways. I like what you're doing, Patty. You know, your your book. And you're going to make it into a film. I know it's going to be a great success because uh, people need to hear this. They need to know that it's not okay to do such a thing. And if such a thing is getting done, look for the signs. You have to look for the signs. They're there. You're just blind to it because you're not aware. So be aware. And that's what it's about, being aware. Yes. Yes, that's definitely true. And, you know, the um, I want to say the Bare Bones International Film Festival, um, Bare Bones, they are part of what we're doing to make a difference and get the word out there. People can enter their short films, mm-hmm. their films, their documentaries. Um, best song we had this last year, even. Someone wrote a song um, for us. And um, all of that can be submitted she even opened the entries up uh june 1st for next year in april uh for any of that for getting for us to present the pain award to them so this will be our um sixth pain award right now so um i encourage everybody you know that way um through the media you know we're making a difference and if they will submit anything that has to do with prevention and awareness to that festival then I will be there to present them with an award. And um, so it's, you know, it's a great thing, you know, that Bare Bones is collaborating with us on this and and um, we're growing. And eventually, um, you know, I'd even like to be have the Pain Award be given at the Sundance Film Festival, you know. So we're... Um, Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I think that way... You know, if we're nationwide, wow, we can, you know, really make a difference and get the awareness out there. So, and that's where we're a little different, you know, from, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of this, you know, like I said, I, I visit the shelters and I have the awareness out there for the shelters. But, you know, our organization is, you know, uh, making a difference through the media. Mm-hmm. And um, well, you, you, so, you're utilizing the media to, to get the word out there. And again, it's, it's your it's your it's your quest because yes. you, you feel you need to pay this forward. For, for, yes. And that, that's what you're doing here. So you have, you started a nonprofit. You have that. Okay. You, yes. You have the, the, the book that you authored, Unmasking the Pain Within. And now yes. you, you're looking to make a film, okay, where you're raising yes. capital for that right now. Yes, we are. Soon we're going to have the Indiegogo app. Um, site. I wish we had it right now, but be looking forward to that. And then if anybody would like to help us on this quest um, on producing these short films, we have a site that is www.pridepacks.com, P-R-I-D-E-P-A-C-K-S. Dot com, all one word. Mm-hmm. If you go on there and purchase something, we get a percentage of what you purchase. And we have, there's not just our logo and the ribbon with the mask on it, you know, it's purple for domestic violence. Um, we also have uh, NFL items. 
uh, we have, uh, you know, I love my dad that's in the Navy or the Army or, Mm -hmm. you know, so we also, um, you know, we have items like that on there that you could go on and purchase. But if you just go to our site, you can purchase anything on there and we get credit for that. Okay, so if if anyone that's listening to the show, go to pain.pridepacks.com. And anything you purchase, whether it be from an NFL team, NBA, whatever it is there, and you're going through that particular link, you're actually helping Patty to, to, to help others and produce these short yeah. films that will help nationally, internationally. I mean, this, this is global pretty much. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and you, you mentioned, uh, and I, I'm going to say this because I think it's important, you mentioned that they, you know, military things they can buy in there too, navy, this and that. And you come, I mean, your 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 father, and this is, we spoke about earlier, is a military man. Yes. Okay, and you and, and you come from a tough breed, and this is you coming from a tough breed, and you went through this anyway. Yes, and you know, I'm also working with a lady at Camp Pendleton who is a Marine wife, um, and she's part of um, our organization also, and she's on the show Marine Wives. And um, so we have an episode that will be airing on that also about with our organization. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Do you have any any particulars on uh, what, what network is that on, Marine Wives? You know, Goodness, I, I'm not sure yet because I think it's their first episode. I, they're, they were shopping it to several different ones, so I, I hate to say I'm not sure yet um, Yeah, which station it's going to be on. Oh, well, they're, they're working but on They it. can Google it, maybe. Yeah, maybe if they Google it, yes, it should be um, out shortly on one of the major networks. Okay, well then we're going to keep track of that because you you guys are going to be featured on there at, on that show at some point, which I think is fantastic. You know, all, yeah. and all you need is the exposure. You know, and and I urge anyone that's listening, okay, if you have anyone that you know of that you may think is going through an abusive situation, go buy this book. It's an easy read. Unmasking the pain within. Put it in their laps. Let them read it. Let them understand it's okay to realize what you're going through, but it's also okay yes. for you to leave. Yes, and if they want a signed book, if you want to um, hit me up on Facebook, um, Patty McCall, author, actress, I can, um, I'll send you a signed book. Oh. You know, um, I have a PayPal account, and we can... You know, we'll just do that too. If you want a signed one from me, <laughs> oh, so. there, there you go. You, they can get a an autographed book from Patty McCall, and just just go to go to Facebook, bring up the name, uh, and you'll find it right there. Um, I'm going to be tweeting, um, obviously tweeting this show, so people, you know, around the world will be listening to it, and they're going to get um, a better idea of what is going on, and then people can, you know. Again, if they want to get involved, they can get involved by either going to pain.pridepacks.com or going to support by going to Amazon or somewhere else and purchasing on a mask the and pain. Barnes and Noble, too. Barnes and Noble. Barnes. Yeah, you can go on your little, uh, your little, what, what, what are those little, um, those books, those uh, electronic uh, readers they have, whether it be a kid. Well, I'm just getting that set up. So I am just, um, I'm in the process of that right now for them to have it on the e-reader and stuff. So it oh. might not be available right at this point, but it will be soon. So they can get it on the Kindle, on the uh, on iTunes, they can get it on the Nook and the Schmook and everything else, whatever, <laughs> or whatever else, and the Google Reader, whatever you have going on over there. And uh, definitely, uh, I think that people should uh, reach out and uh, do what they need to do to to try to support your cause and because i think it's a great thing because this is like this is like the the um, how, how can i put it that i'm going to say it's like a, a the silent killer of spirit okay oh uh, yeah and that's yeah. very true you know yeah. um because you want to be able to hold your head up and you know but sometimes you're just in so much pain inside you know that you can't and i know these ladies mm-hmm. 
know, it's, it's hard and men too, you know, Mm -hmm. so I'm just like, you know, come on, let's um, be able to share with each other and, um, you know, heal. Yeah, and your support because, look, I mean, I think Al Pacino said it the best when in, in a film that he made, Scent of a Woman, when he said there's no, there's a prosthetic if you lose an arm or a leg. There's no prosthetic for a broken spirit, okay? So, you know, it's good that you're having that support, you know. Oh, that's one of my favorite films. Yeah. Oh. But it's great that you're oh, having yeah. that support. I mean, that support, I think, is enormous, for anyone that's going through this. Yes, yes, it definitely is. And I'm so thankful that you are helping us get the word out there. And, um, you know, it's nice to have a guy on our side and and that really, um, you know, can speak out. So I really appreciate you doing this. No no problem, Patty. I'm I'm definitely behind you and the UCW radio show is behind you and what you're doing. And uh, any way we can help, definitely, you know, just just let us know and we'll see what we can do. Uh, but but for our listeners, you know, again, I can't stress this enough. If you're a man, a woman, it doesn't matter if you're a child going through stuff, speak up. OK, yes. don't keep going through it, you know, because you have children that get abused and, you know, they put on that smile like you did, Patty, like you did. You, mm-hmm. That smile, that happy face. That that uh, Susie Homemaker, hey, great thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, and 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 the reality is, you're not. You you're masking all that pain. And so, yeah. it's better to speak to someone, anyone. Speak to a friend. Speak to if you're in school, go to your school counselor. If you're at work, you know, if you're older, just go to speak to someone. Let someone know what you're going through. Because once you do that, you're opening up the the spigot. For you to get past what you what and realize what you're, you're you're involved in, yes, and that's true. And and we do have pain. Uh, the, there's several of them on Facebook. If they will go on there and like us, that would be good too. So um, there's a it's a the one with the purple logo. We have there's several different ones there. But when they see pain um, with the purple capital P period A period I period N period. Um, with the purple mm-hmm. logo, with the mask, you know, and the purple ribbon on it, um, and mask the pain. Okay, so. excellent, excellent. Patty, you know, I commend you on what you're doing, uh, and I do wish you all the luck in the world Well, with producing the movie for Unmasking the Pain Within. I think you have something that is not only going to do well, okay, in distribution, I also think it's you're you're serving a purpose and you're paying it forward, and and I and I feel bad that you had to go through what you went through, but sometimes you have to be the sacrificial lamb in order to spread the word as far as do not do this. Right, right, and that's what I've realized, and right. and I hope I can make a difference, you know, in someone's life and give them hope to heal, overcome, prevent, and empower them. So. Uh, I think you're going to do it, and again, you know, I thank you for coming on the show, and for our listeners, you know, go to pain.pridepacks.com, go support Unmasking the Pain Within. Even if you're not buying their products, you're buying an NFL item, whatever it is, go through that particular link, and then you'll be doing something to help not only one person, but helping a, a whole series of people in the United States or even abroad. You don't know what this book is actually doing for people. So definitely support it. Do your best and do what you can to help Patty McCall get through this and make this happen and continue to do what she's doing. Because, Patty, you're doing a fantastic job. You're doing a great thing uh, for men, women that are dealing with abusive issues. Okay, well, thank you, and check back with us in October, so maybe we'll have the Indiegogo up, and we can talk about that. Well, we're going to have you back on the show for sure, Patty, you know, uh, once you get everything rocking and rolling, and uh, yeah, we're going to have you back on to talk about it, because I think there's still more to talk about. We just don't have, you know, um, a lot of time to go into everything, but we'll we'll, we'll bring you back on to uh, get an update. And find out what's going yeah. on. Yeah, find out what's going on in your world with unmasking the pain within. And again, 
our listeners. You can get an autographed copy. Just go to Facebook, put an Unmasking the Pain Within. It'll pop up. Go to Google, whatever it is. You'll see Patty's name. She's not hidden. You can find her. Get the information yep. and do what you need to do, not only for yourself, but for your kids, for the people around you, and you, know, you have yourself a better life. Well, thank you for having me. Oh. And um, October's National Awareness Month, so we'll talk soon then. Definitely, Patty. Thank you so much, and uh, we'll have you back on soon. <laughs> What is your major malfunction? So let it be written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.